Monkeys at a safari park are arming themselves with screwdrivers, knives, and chainsaws. A British couple won the battle to name their son Lucifer. And San Antonio is among the top 10 cities with residents looking for threesomes during the pandemic. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday. This is Jonesy, and this is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm recording in a very hot closet. Let's get into it. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. Baboons at a safari park arm themselves with weapons. Windows up, people! The baboons at a popular British safari park have been seen stalking the facility, armed with, get this, screwdrivers, knives, and even a chainsaw. This raises concerns that the visitors to the safari park may have been arming the monkeys for a laugh. Or the the monkeys are just doing some construction around the park, you know? You gotta go and look at their facilities. <laughs> Are they building additions to their pens? We don't know. The Sunday Times reports that workers at Merseyside's Nowsley Safari Park have seen these primates armed with knives, screwdrivers, and even a chainsaw and other weaponry. And the fear is that the visitors may have been giving them tools to aid in their ability to damage ongoing vehicles. The animals have reportedly long been willing and able to damage visitors' cars, tearing off wipers and wing mirrors, but the addition of these weapons has raised the stakes when it comes to car damage. (laughs) Is this this a good UK news voice? Well, apparently, uh, we get the lowdown here. Here's a quote from a worker at the park. Uh, We're not sure if they're being given weapons by some of the guests who want to see them attack particular automobiles or if they're, you know, fishing them out of the pickup trucks or the vans, maybe even the trash. They're literally going into people's toolboxes, I think, and carrying them around. One of the baboons was seen lugging lugging around a chainsaw. Crikey. Um, I just assumed they would say crikey, but they didn't. I just added that for effect. A mechanic in nearby sales said the frequent damage was good for business, though, telling the media, I've had two customers this year who became victims of those baboons. <laughs> I have a mate with a garage in St. Ellen's, and it's exactly the same. <laughs> well, yeah, the local automobile places are doing very well. Auto body shops, people are just bringing in cars that are ripped apart. They're looking at them going, ah, Yeah. Baboon with a sawzall? Yeah, totally. I'm going to tell you right now, this has got to be the most exciting safari park you could ever drive through. I've been to a couple of these things, and you know, you always want the monkeys to come to the car, the giraffe, whatnot. By the way, I almost almost died in one of these parks because a giraffe came down and stuck its tongue. I opened the window. I opened the window for the giraffe. I I, I didn't know what would happen. I was just trying to get a better look in in a and I was trying to get a photo of it. And then it put its tongue into the vehicle. And so I, the tongue is long, by the way. My God, like a cobra. I rolled up the window automatically and uh, the tongue like slipped out just in time. I was thinking in hindsight, had I caught the giraffe's tongue inside my rolled up window, it would have just stomped the shit out of the car I was in. And I would have been dead for sure, for sure. It would have just stepped on it and threw it all around. I can imagine. I just barely avoided a major catastrophe in my life um, involving a giraffe tongue. <clears throat> Very strange story, but I thought I would share it. It's definitely appropriate appropriate for this story. This, like I said, has to be an exciting safari. You know, you always want the animals to interact with your car, but like, <laughs> you're not ready for this, though. 
and a, a gang of baboons jump on it with a chainsaw. Next thing you know, they're ripping off your door and running away with your license plate. <laughs> this is this is insane excitement right here. And if I was the Safari Park PR team, I would just run with this story, man. Just like, yeah, come to our Safari Park and you you don't know if you're going to survive. Your vehicle will definitely not. You will be attacked by a gang of primates with weaponry. Yeah. <laughs> A British couple won a battle to name their son Lucifer. A couple have managed to name their son Lucifer despite opposition from a registrar who attempted to stop them because Lucifer is another name for the devil, as I assume most of you know. Dan and Mandy Sheldon from Derbyshire lodged an official complaint to the local council after the registrar told them their son wouldn't succeed in life if he was called Lucifer. <laughs> well, or maybe he would exceed too well and we'd all be in danger. The couple went to register their four-month-old son last week after the council office opened after the coronavirus lockdown, the media reported. But Mr. Sheldon, age 37, said they were, quote, gobsmacked by the behavior of the registrar who reportedly told the couple to leave the room while she checked if she was allowed to register the boy with such a satanic title. Mr. Sheldon told the media, Yeah, we were really excited to go and get him registered, but the woman looked at us in utter disgust. She told us he would never be able to get a job, and that teachers wouldn't want to teach him at all. I tried to explain that we're not religious people, and Lucifer in Greek means light bringer and mourning, but she wouldn't listen. She even told us that it was illegal to name a child that in New Zealand and that maybe we could name him something else but re refer to him as Lucifer while at home. <laughs> Did you understand that? Name him something else but call him Lucifer at home. Yeah, how about Luke and then Lucifer at home? The UK has a few legal restrictions in place for names, but New Zealand added Lucifer to its list of banned names in 2013. Oh, I'm curious what other banned names there are in uh, New Zealand. Let's do a quick check. Ooh, uh, here are some names that have been banned in New Zealand. You can't name your baby Messiah, apparently, nor Christ, nor King. Also, uh, for the number four real, <laughs> who the hell? And anal, can't name your kid anal, apparently. Who would try to name their kid anal? Anal Jones? This is just a terrible idea. Apparently, a bunch of... Parents wanted to name their children um, a punctuation mark, so asterisks and asterisk and period were also declined by the New Zealand registrar, along with violence and number 16 bus shelter. <laughs> That's just got to be a joke, right? Number 16 bus shelter. <laughs> Who would name their kid that? Oh, here's the greatest name of all. Someone tried to name their child Mafia No Fear. Ah, oh, this is lovely. I had no idea there were bans on names. In the U.S., I don't think that's the case because you come across strange names all the time. Didn't the Elon Musk name his recent child something ridiculous? It has like symbols in it. Well, back to the couple back in the U.K. Mr. Sheldon, the father, says, Honestly, we just thought it was a nice name, a unique one as well. We didn't expect to get so much grief about it. Derbyshire Co County Council told the media, we apologize if they were offended, but it is the job of our registrars to advise in these matters as sometimes people aren't aware of certain meanings or associations around certain names, such as Lucifer. Who doesn't know the Lucifer Association, you dingbat? Everybody knows the Lucifer Association. Hello? We all know it's 
Hmm, Satan? But I need to ask you folks, listeners of Weird AF News, do you think people should be banned from naming their child such things? I mean, you are putting the child in some jeopardy, I think, if you name him him or her Lucifer or Beazelbub or something like that. You know they're going to get picked on at school. They're going to be attacked, probably. They're going to be told by other parents that their kids need to stay away from Lucifer, this kind of thing. I mean, it's just going to cause you much more headache than you than you want, I think. Um, I, I would stick to a more... You can still get creative with names, which I would just stick to a more normal name. But then again, I'm not a... I'm not a parent of any sort, so the parents out there, if you want to weigh in on this, what do you think about this? And would you name your child such a strange name, uh, knowing that he or she will get a, a beatdown <laughs> on a regular basis? <laughs> Call the show, 646-450-2012. San Antonio, Texas is among the top 10 U.S. cities with residents looking for threesomes during the pandemic. That's right, San Antonio, Texas. It is in the top 10 places in the U.S. where the residents are looking for threesomes during the COVID-19 pandemic, according to a report from an online dating app. The app is called Three Fun. It describes itself as the leading threesome dating app used by, quote, open-minded people who desire a swinger-type relationship. Last week, Three Fun released a report ranking the cities that have used its app the most since the beginning of the pandemic in March. According to the app, Over 5,000 San Antonians have used the app during that time frame, which comes in at number six nationally. New York had the highest rate of active swingers over the last four months with over 22,000 users. Other Texas cities listed were Houston and Dallas coming in at number three and number nine. The number of active users has increased exponentially since the start of the pandemic, according to 3Fun. Contributing to the increase of users is the, the stress Americans are under during the coronavirus about losing their jobs or being furloughed, according to the report. Yeah, I know. I know when I'm stressed out, I need to have a threesome. That's right. <laughs> I need a threesome. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I think I'm, I think I got a taillight out of my car. Uh, I think that's a ridiculous reason in here. I think it's just like uh, you can't really meet people right now out in the real world. So you got to resort to apps to to date, to hook up, all that stuff. We're using apps for everything. We're using delivery apps for everything. I mean, so why not have your threesome delivered as well? The article goes on to say, social distancing makes offline meetings tough because all the bars, hotels, and restaurants are closed. That means most open-minded people are trying to meet new friends online during the pandemic. Uh, Once the pandemic is over, they will finally meet offline for the first time and live out their fantasies together, says Jennifer White, the three fun spokesperson. Uh, my question, though, is it is it safe to be meeting strangers and having a threesome right now? Uh, I was questioning whether it's okay to just meet up with one person on Tinder and go through a hookup situation. The threesome thing, that just doubles your chances of catching something crazy. Uh, not only STDs, but I'm talking about the virus, baby, the virus. I mean, unless you – I mean, are people asking each other for proof of uh, a negative COVID test? Is that what's going on? I have no idea because I don't use these things. Um, but I went to the dentist, and they wanted me to show proof of uh, a, a negative COVID test you know, uh, on my phone, and I did so. I did so. I'm just wondering if people are getting together to hook up in the same way, in the same way. I think I'm overthinking it. I don't think this is happening. <laughs> Jonesy, what are you talking about? You think people are really doing this? No, no, no. My my faith in humanity. <laughs> Come on. You know what will be really useful from here on out is a dating app 
where you've been verified that you don't have the virus. You know, like the opposite of the herpes dating app. You know, the the herpes one where everybody has herpes on the app. (laughs) You show proof that you have herpes. This one, you show proof that you don't have COVID. And then, you you know, you go from there. You have threesome, whatever the hell you're into. Do it. I mean, yeah. Anybody? Any programmers out there want to get together? Want to get together and create this? Oh, this is probably a bad idea. Look, guys, whatever you're using out there for an app, just please, please be careful. Okay, don't be foolish. Try not to just get together, uh, you know, with a complete stranger. Like, talk to them for a bit first. Don't just make this a thing where you dive in without even checking out the scene. Um, you know, figuratively speaking. I, I care about you. Hello, my fellow weirdos. Thanks for listening to Weird AF News. I hope you got a laugh or two. It's certainly better than listening to mainstream news, which brings you down. Where else are you going to learn about baboons wielding chainsaws? <laughs> and learn that you can actually name your child Lucifer. Hello, this is important information. You're not going to get this on NPR, okay? Uh, please tell a friend. Tell a friend about Weird AF News. Somebody that you think might benefit uh, by having some weird news in their life. Someone who needs to be cheered up, maybe. Um, yeah, that's that's somebody who you, you can rec- recommend Weird AF News to. And, you know, not everybody likes it, but the people who like it, they really like it. And they, they're usually fans for life. So, yeah, tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell your ex-lover. Uh, I want to give a love. Give a love. I want to give love and a happy birthday to Finn. Finn is a longtime listener, and he calls in all the time. You might recognize him. The young, the young dude that calls in and leaves hilarious messages. Well, Finn's been a fan for a while now, and um, it's, it was his birthday, July 26th. I'm a little late on the happy birthday, uh, so please forgive me, Finn. But happy birthday to Finn from everybody in the Weird AF News family. We appreciate Finn. We appreciate your, your uh, loyal fandom and listenership and, and your call-ins. They're just great, man. So happy birthday to Finn. I want to give love to Rihanna from Texas and Raul, her dad. They both listen. Big time shout out. Uh, you guys can reach out to me anytime. I'll give you a shout out. Not everybody gets a shout out, but you know, some of you get shout outs. You know, if you're nice to me, if you leave me a cool review too, I'll uh, I'll give you a nice shout out for sure. Like Mister Mister Photo, Mister Photo gave me a nice Amazon review, five stars too, which I love. This uh, review is entitled Five Hundred Miles." Uh, and I think this guy wants me to sing it like, uh, like that song, 500 Miles. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up to weird news. And when I go out, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets so weird with you. And if I get weird, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets weird next to you. And if I Florida... (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's floatering next to you. But I would listen to 500 episodes and I would listen to 500 more just to be the man who gets weird AF with you, Jonesy. Is that how it goes? I don't know. I did my best, Mr. Photo. <laughs> so I will sing your review. I'm not above it. I love that you told me what song specifically and you wrote it out to 500 miles. <laughs> Did you like how I nailed like the way that they said out? You know, in that song, they get, when I go out, they get that weird accent. I once met, oh, there was a comedian. Uh, her name was Charlotte. I met her in New York City back in the day. I want to say about 2007. And I was a, ooh, I was a young, excitable comedian up and coming in New York City. And uh, 
Yeah, Charlotte was from wherever those guys were from. They were they're twins, and she dated one of these guys. One of these guys. What are they from? Uh, I don't know, Sweden or something, and the, or Scott. I think they're from Scotland. Yeah, she was from Scotland. I think she was Scottish. Yeah, she dated one of those guys. She was telling us. I don't know if it was true, but it could have been true. She was beautiful. So yeah. Oh, and very funny woman. Very funny. And uh, you know, from hanging out with her, I I sort of had the impression that all S- Scottish people are just freaking hilarious, man. Just like, just the way she talked was just, anything she said was really funny. Wow, you just really brought up some memories right there. Thank you, Mr. Photo. Thank you for that. You guys can leave me a review on Amazon as well, like Mr. Photo did, which is super helpful because Amazon has a bunch of bad reviews on me. I don't know what they, they don't like how I smell or something. Uh, yeah, go to Amazon and if you, if you have an Amazon account and you leave a review, send me a little message. Let me know, and I'll uh, I'll go look for it, and I'll sing it for you, for all of us. Lastly, uh, join my Patreon. This is going way too long, this outro. The Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you'll be getting bonus episodes, <laughs> yes, and other weird stuff, like uh, maybe even the Florida Man comic book. Oh, yes, that's just a hint of what's to come. Uh, yeah, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Get with the program, y'all. Follow me on Instagram, at funnyjones as well. Keep in line with everything that's going on in my life or not. You have a life of your own, please. Pay attention to your kids, too. Don't give me all the attention. Yeah.